Welcome to this episode of Clinically Pressed. On this episode, we have Paul Sheckelman of Paragon Recovery, a longtime friend of ours, and also someone that we use as a sponsor on the podcast. Check them out at paragonfn.com. We've talked to both the Pauls um, numerous times on what they're doing and the approach that they're taking to recovery. And in this one, we're highlighting CBD oil, which has become what seems to be all the rage in health and fitness. And we even talk about some of the other areas we've seen it moving into that are actually pretty interesting. So Paul breaks it all down for us and why they moved into doing CBD oil, the effects that they're seeing, how their um, clients and customers are responding to it. And really, it's pretty awesome. Um, along with that, just before we get the episode started, we are giving away a free mobility kit uh, with a review left on iTunes. So if you would be so kind as to do that, open us up on iTunes, leave us a five-star review if you so deem it necessary. Leave us a brief review telling us what you like, what you don't like. We actually want all the feedback we can get. Uh, we'll pick one a month over the next several months. we got our first one coming up here uh, probably in a couple days. Uh, we'll announce next week, so if you hear this on this episode, please sign in and do that. You can leave a name or some identifier so we can announce that with the winner, and then we will get in contact with you and send you your free mobility kit. Enjoy the episode. Ready to roll? Yep. All right. Sounds good. Well, we are here with Paul Sheckelman from Paragon Recovery, and we've chatted several times in the past, and it's been a while, so we figured it's time to, to catch up, see what's new and what's happening. How's it going, Paul? It's been good. It's been uh, busy, but really good, so i um, happy to come back, as always. Happy to have you. I think the Cooley region misses you. Yeah. <laughs> we actually miss it here a lot. Um, I mean, Madison's great, but uh, you're like, oh, you want to go like mountain biking, and it's like uh, you got to really set things up where before it was like 10 minutes from our house to the trailhead. You right. Know, just little stuff like that. But yeah, we try to visit more and more. We always said we'd come back more, and we don't. Yeah, I, I have that same issue. Oh yeah, we'll go do that all the <laughs> we're gonna time. Be here. We're gonna see you guys like every month. I had moved in. I'm gonna for the first time, like ever, I'm the closest to my parents. See them no more than I did when I lived three and a half hours away. Or it, yeah, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> Stuff always comes up. Ain't that the truth? Well, so what's new, Paul? Oh man, um, it's been quite the start to the year. Um, I know you guys have had Eamon on in the past, um, Eamon Coyne, and he is now brought on as our COO, so we brought him into the company um, and offloaded some things that he can specialize in and has a little more experience and um, knowledge in than we did, and it's proven to be a very um, smart move on our part, so... 
Um, it lets Jans kind of focus in on, you know, what he's really, really good at and what he needs to be working on. And then at the same time, it's uh, allowed me to do the same. So I think everybody's kind of found their niche and, and their role within the company. And it's it's been a really, really good move for everybody. But um, we changed the we kind of rebranded ourselves with the new year as well. Um, we went from Paragon Fitness and Nutrition um, which is still like the oversight, but we, um, we're listed as Paragon Recovery now. Um, so we've kind of shifted away from just being a supplement company and trying to be more than that. Um, we're not just, you know, focused on a few products. We want to be doing more with educating and with consulting and, lecturing and all that kind of stuff so the the rebrand kind of made sense and it allowed us to really identify ourselves in what market we wanted to be in and kind of recreate ourselves too um i think a lot of people noticed too we discontinued our protein um it just wasn't really in line with what we were really passionate about or what we needed to do and we saw there were a few other companies out there that were doing it perfectly and they should run with it and we do other things a lot better than a lot of other people and we're going to focus on those things too so um that was always kind of something we carried because we just wanted to offer it to the customers you know like a mm -hmm. single shot place right um and it just wasn't worth it in the long run so um we really zeroed in on our focus of who we are and that's where that that shift all came from. How were those conversations? I can imagine they could could have got hard at times, just with dropping the protein, right? Like among just, us, yeah, making, uh, super easy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, there really? you go. Yeah. yeah, super easy. That was one of the fastest things. It, I think it was actually done via text message, and we're like, "Hey, I don't think we should do this anymore." And everybody was like, "Yeah, I agree." And then that was it. Funny. Oh, there you go. The finding suppliers and like good people in this industry is so freaking hard i can only imagine it is so hard and when you have to like when when we were you know real small and just trying to make you know make sure we stayed alive and um you know we just we just passed the two-year mark um so we got three more to go before you know most small businesses die um <laughs> you know it's people know if they're supplying you something they know that you need them more than they need you and they have bigger clients right right so somebody who's ordering you know like protein like if you're having them mix um like what you want and making it how you want it done and you're not ordering like fifty thousand units at a time they don't really care um and we find that with everything else too, but we can have a little more oversight on processes with um, specific people we work with, with our other products um, where it's a little easier. Um, and eventually I think you'll, you'll see us producing everything in house. Nice. Um, simply because we want to do things a specific way, right? I don't want to have any question about, um, the integrity of a, another company or you know be put on the back step by them so if we have a really specific way of how we want things done then it's probably best to do it yourself and you know be as transparent as possible to 
your customers. I'm right? sure with so. quality, that's huge. But then also you're not as cornered, yeah, and, cornered with, you know, if they can't, you know, if they pull the rug out from under you or whatever, then yep. you're kind of stuck. So, And we've had those issues. We've had that. like some severe delays. Um, like at night games, we just got it back. We just got it back and we placed the order um, October 26th. <laughs> And it was an eight-week lead time, and then it was 12, and then it was 14, and then 16, and then here we are. Right? It's ridiculous. And you get to talking with them, and they're like, oh, well, this, and oh, well, that. And then you're like, this wasn't right. We need a discount. And they're like, oh, well, we can't take a loss on this. And you're like, but we just did. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, right. And, it, and that's okay on their standards. And um, I don't really think it's right. So we kind of want to just, you know, control everything we can possibly control. The whole front to, to back of the, the company. And and then we can, you know, I don't have any um, doubt with the quality of things because we have it tested so much. Right. Right. I know it's good. But I want to be able to, like know that the whole process is not going to be delayed and, you know, allow us to just kind of control as much as we can control from the whole aspect of the company. But when Jim Stepani came to campus a couple of years ago now, yep. they were the only reason they were coming through is because they were coming up to Wisconsin and looking at smaller producers of the different things that they were going to need for his supplement. Oh, yeah. It's in particular is protein and just some of the stuff that they were doing, but it sounded like they were looking at very like almost like startup ish producers yeah. or like small time because he was trying to make the best product he can or at least the most science backed and whatnot. Yep. And that's what, that's what they were up here for. They were in little, I don't even remember what it was, but it wasn't a big place in Wisconsin. And then they were going to some brand new up and coming thing in the twin cities. Yep. That was producing stuff, which I just thought was really interesting. Well, and I'll I'll say something too that'll probably upset people, but um, I guess maybe not most people that listen to your show because they're from the Midwest. But there's a lot to be said about the Midwest too, no matter what. Um, I we have dealt with so many different companies from different areas in the country, mm -hmm. and they don't work like we do. It's that simple. Just less less BS up here. There, the Midwest work ethic right. is a real thing. Hmm. I firmly believe in it. And you can talk to people who hire people at these big corporations and businesses around the country. And if you came from the Midwest and like a Midwest university, you're you're way up in their book. I mean, it's a it's a real, real thing. That's interesting. Yeah, it it is strange. You know, like, and you know, we're a startup company yet, right? Um, we don't, we don't have a, a work hours or holidays, you know, like we've all, we've all worked on every holiday this year and last year, right? Like Christmas Eve, I was answering emails or running social media and Christmas day, you're doing the same thing. And, you know, people are off for president's day and I'm, a, I'm upset that the, <laughs> I'm upset the post office is closed cause I got like 50 boxes. I got to get out. Right. right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but that's a that's a big reason too why so many um, people are trying to come in on Wisconsin being one of the leaders for hemp again, and because there's farmers here that are hurting for mm -hmm. one, 
Um, but they know that like the Midwest farmer works, right? Like they're not going to be unsuccessful in a, in a, in a crop. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's a work. market for it, they'll figure out how yeah. to produce it. Well, my understanding there too, is that the climate is pretty ideal. For, yeah. Wisconsin for used to be the number two hemp growing, um, area in, in the, the country and it's it, you know, like worldwide. It's high. Hmm. Um, it grows really well here. It's interesting. The growing season's great. <clears throat> we get water. Um, we have aquifers to irrigate if we need to, and the growing season's long enough and you don't have uh early high heat that kills the crop. Hmm. Um, like California, their growing season is very difficult. They have water restrictions. There's a ton of regulations. Um, we don't have that here. So, there, there's California companies that have a significant interest in Wisconsin. And it's it's purely because of the growing season hmm. and the people. That's really interesting. Yeah. Like soybeans, they're not, they're not going to suddenly become the cash crop of the future, right? Yeah, I think there's plenty of soybeans. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like hemp, man, you know, it could explode yeah like every farming you know small town farm that's going out of business they could they could stay oh my understanding too is the entire crop is pretty much used right like for, oh yeah for the, the entire plant and all the yeah uses there's that it could be yep and there's different fiber. um there's different plants within the um you know the, the cannabis family um you're, you're not they wouldn't be growing marijuana unless the state legalizes marijuana right mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Michigan just did, there's five growing, um, sections in Michigan for marijuana. That's it. There's hmm. five. So it's not like it became so legal that every, every farm is growing it now, but, um, I could see you having a crop in your backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got I think line. a lot of people will be, <laughs> but they, um, and I'd be really interested to see what happens with all like, you know, litigation wise and stuff. If, if it's legalized, if you grow it for self, would it be like a garden, right? Like if you're not reselling it, right? Because that's the regulated part, mm-hmm. the, the sale. Right. But anyways, um, yeah, the hemp plant is used pretty much in its entirety. And you can grow industrial hemp for clothing and plastics and containers and all that stuff too. Um, and that can be a very specific one if that's all you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um but the, the hemp plant itself is, is very robust. Like it, um, seed selection is a really big deal, um, for depending on what you want to do with the plant mm-hmm. and then planting, it's pretty easy. And then once it's growing, um, and it's getting water, it's pretty low maintenance from what I can gather. It doesn't require fertilizer. Um, and it kind of pushes out rodents like on its own. They don't get chewed up and stuff. It's uh, But the harvest can be difficult. Mm-hmm. The harvest is what's going to be um, really interesting for a lot of people. The first company that creates a, a machine to harvest is going to be... To do it perfectly, yeah, yeah they're going to be right. low in advance. <laughs> <laughs> and they're working on that stuff. I mean, it's just new, mm-hmm. right? Um, a lot of this is done by hand right now, and that is what can really, really slow things down. You know, we have a group who is, who is, um, their sole purpose was harvesting just the flowers of their plant. 
and it took like six people six people over a month for an acre oh yeah wow yeah so it's not the most efficient Mm -hmm. right but there's better ways yeah and i think there'll be even better ways coming up we just got to get to that point but but to answer your question wisconsin is one of the premier places to grow this stuff it would be foolish for the state to not pursue it in its entirety oh yeah foolish you look at what it's done for other states and their economies and yeah um oh yeah and if you throw marijuana on the mix too holy moly right yeah but the cbd itself like when the farm bill passed um it really opened up some great doors but what you're finding too is a lot of people who are making a lot of these decisions and they're trying to figure out even so with the governor and this bill coming up with like medical marijuana um they're including like some cbd things involved in that too and if you talk to some people who are involved in those processes, they really are uneducated. <laughs> mm. And that's really concerning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I feel like that's the nature of, unfortunately, politics, just when it comes to any 100%. of that stuff. Just 100%. in conversations we were having this weekend about mm-hmm. chiropractic practices and whatnot. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Unfortunately. They get so worried about stuff that's like not even possible. <laughs> you know, oh, it's going to be. You know, kids, they love saying gateway. Oh, oh God, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's getting better in terms of the education side and yeah. people's understanding. And hopefully, like you said, with the farm bill being passed, it's, it is coming whether people like it or not. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be a, a process and a matter of how quick and the quality of the education. Yeah. And education is everything um, because it was dormant for so long. You know, like when they when they made hemp illegal and the war on drugs and everything involved with it, like you just don't really think about what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you always had kids in school that were right, you know, but smoking that weed yeah, that and having a good time. Didn't but like, help the yeah. cause either. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about it. Like I couldn't tell you the science behind marijuana or THC, and and didn't even know CBD was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then now, because of some states and then our own and the farm bill um, getting behind it, you're like, wow, what what were we doing? Like, what was the problem right. here? You I almost think, feel like it's uh, got to be like a decade away. It's like the when fat finally became not the most atrocious yes. thing in the world. And like now even like they're not as concerned about the cholesterol levels like it's not the marker you have to pay attention to as much as it used to be like you mean statins and low cholesterol aren't going to prevent your heart from attacking itself well i mean like if you are the director of the american heart and you have a heart attack at 53 then maybe what you're telling everybody isn't right well and that's when you have coca-cola or wanting to name any ones as your main sponsors of your association man have you been paying attention to crossfit's legal legal team I haven't. I saw the thing they that you've been are, posting. They are destroying people. That's great. They're exposing every hidden hilarious. dollar that came from from sugar and pharmaceutical companies into the CDC and the NIH. And they're like, do you not see a problem? <laughs> and I think that's just, it's the same thing. It's just, you, yes. you need somebody that's got the reach the, and the, the money. The capital and, and the aggression. Wanting right. to, to do, do it. it for the greater good. Yep. That that's the mo- that's the hardest part, and even with like what we we're saying, is it's taken this long to get 
to where we are now. Yeah. In those areas. Like you said, there's been a lot of voices, but they're, they don't have the, the reach and the power yeah. and stuff that CrossFit has and the ability to just go for the throat. Yeah. When you start exposing the money trail, yeah. um, I think you start exposing all the lies and you empower people to be like, they c- you can infer Right, like mm-hmm. if Coca Cola spent, you know, a few million dollars on a certain project with the CDC, that project is probably invalid. Like <laughs> anybody can figure that out, right? No right. matter what the paper says, you're probably like, yeah, this isn't, this doesn't seem right, so it's probably not right. It, yeah, the whole process is all jacked up. I was looking last night out of just morbid curiosity, more at the health system and like just medical care and insurance and whatnot, and I had just remembered I was looked at like. CEOs of two of the top hospital oh, yeah. like systems in the world, not oh. just in the country, somewhere between like 2.8 and 4.8 million dollars for their CEOs. I know these are doctors, so you can even make that argument. Mm. And then I just did like a quick search on like healthcare, like insurance, and like the top two were like 58 million and 83 million dollars yeah. a year. I don't know about you, but my premium or deductible hasn't gone down in recent in history. But <laughs> this guy is making eighty million dollars a year in something that, in theory, isn't anything other than shuffling money around. Like you're not really providing. Do you like, know what's really interesting too? So if a you tangible up, thing, yeah, other than yes. like the service, which is a good service, but well, you got to have doctors. But oh yeah, and you need healthcare, and they deserve to make good money. I'm should, not arguing that, but it's, they should also be advocates for their patients' greater health. Yes. At its foundation, the doctor, but the overall system should be preventing disease, not treating chronic disease. Right. And somewhere, everything got flipped, and now you're dependent on your physician or the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Most people, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not us, but a lot of people are, because you've allowed chronic disease to become a mainstream thing and we're going to cater everything around that and it's just going to keep pumping money for everybody right just more money you know warren buffett's a smart dude right Mm -hmm. that's why he owns a ton of shares in coca-cola and he owns equal amount of shares in the pharmaceutical industry you get it on both ends right Hmm. right on the way in on the way out yeah i just thought that was and that's not his fault he's smart yeah, he's, I would do the he's same taking thing. advantage of the situation. <laughs> you want to make money, that you got to go make money. Yeah, but and so with the the healthcare thing too, it's really interesting. If you look at the number of doctors with in their specialties in the United States, mm-hmm. um, psych um, psychiatrists are like number one at like fifty three thousand that are are board certified. No kidding. And then down the list, you get to cardiologists, and there's like thirty. 2000 and there's a lot of emergency medicine doctors as there should be there's a lot of surgeons as there should be um but those are two big numbers Mm -hmm. do you know how many people are board certified and specialized um in endocrinology and metabolic Uh, medicine can't imagine it's about seven thousand yeah the only people are specialized and board certified in sleep medicine about seven thousand. i was gonna say that that so two there's two of your five those are your your bases of life Basically, mm-hmm. right? How your body's processing things, you know, insulin, diabetes, right. whatnot, right? And then sleep, and those are so minuscule in specialties. That's just. So but sweet. we're gonna we're gonna all try to fix your heart because you've been eating and not after exercising, fact, and yeah, after the fact, it's not prevention. You're you're up there just to push statins and to deal with people when their hearts are starting to you know give out, and then. 
The psychiatrist thing is very interesting to me too. That's there's a lot. That's a lot. That's a big number. But that's your healthcare system right there. That's a glimpse of who's specializing in what and where your priorities are. I would say that the number of people you have shows your priority, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the psychiatry thing is difficult as well because it's a lot of times not a as tangible yes. or objective. Like you can see and feel and test a heart yes. a lot easier than, you know, like emotions and, uh, and that's probably why the know, number's like, so high. Like, you know, the brain is like the last frontier of medicine yet. Mm-hmm. They don't have any idea. Uh, yeah. They're still and discovering can you just new stuff. Screw with it with a pill. Right. Yeah. It's that or simple, multiple. right? Yeah. Like how, Oh, here, we'll just, yeah, suppress and I know this and you're good way over all of our heads on that stuff. But yeah, just, well, so what's interesting with, with neurology and stuff too, there's some people that are, really leading the charge on things and whether it's uh, neurology related to sleep or um, neurology related to like the endocannabinoid system, right? Which is a, a relatively new discovery um, in our bodies mm-hmm. and what it does and then how we can affect it. Like a lot of this stuff is still very new. It's hard to know for sure. There's so many studies out there right now that are just getting rolling and it's going to be a while before we really know. And we still may never know the whole thing, right? I mean, with the brain, I mean, they just started figuring out, like, the, you know, the system while you sleep that allows different cells to shrink and your cerebral spinal fluid to come in and cleanse things and take out beta amyloid, the the bad protein breakdown that builds up when you have Alzheimer's and CTE and TBIs and all that stuff. I just the research that's come out around fasting where it's all coming oh, back yeah. to, like, who was who was I listening to? I think they it was that Rogan one we were talking about where that was like the one thing that both the guy, all three of the guys they agreed, agreed on, that mm. fasting basically is the cure for everything wow. in almost any some form or fashion. If you can starve out whatever the thing is, you're got a better chance. Yeah, that's really, was really interesting. Yeah, that, and that was finding... the only thing they were just like all on board. Yeah. They actually tied in fasting to the endocannabinoid system too. Okay. Um, there's a belief out there that if you can fast, um, say like you're really out of whack, um, like a 24 hour fast does wonders for you to bolster up your ECS again and then allow your body to get back to homeostasis. So that's what they're finding is like one of the, the primary things with the ECS is homeostasis. Right. Um, so, you know, there's like the, the imbalances are usually caused by simple things that most disease and other things are caused by like stress, sleep, your diet, um, genetics, disease, you know, that kind of stuff. It allows things to go out of whack. Um, and what happens is your body learns, like you roll your ankle, you, you limp, right? You can compensate, Mm -hmm. but then you can get to a point where you overcompensate. So they're finding like when you have a disconnect, or like a damaged um, endocannabinoid system or something in the peripheral is off, your body's going to learn to limp and overcompensate. And so what they find is like, say you're like two AG factors are off and your body is registering that you have too much of your central nervous system factor within the ECS, which is CB1. Your brain doesn't know that you actually don't have 
more of those, but it thinks you do, so it stops creating them. So even if like things kind of dull out and go away, you're not producing the same amount of CB1 that you should be. And then the communication with the rest of your body is, is down. So CB1 plays on your central nervous system, right? It's your, your brain and your spinal cord. And then CB2 is like the peripherals in your immune system and digestion and that kind of stuff. Um, and any imbalance within there can cause some really significant issues, mainly that your body doesn't know how to fight for itself anymore. You can't achieve, it can't achieve homeostasis. So you could have like a cancerous cell and it's, so this is like one of the working hypotheses right now. Um, there's a gentleman down in South Florida who Yanzer is good friends with, and he is a PhD in physics, and he is getting like all of his training done with um, cancer patients, and he's treating them with really high <laughs> concentrations of um, CBD and THC, like a gram, gram and a half a day. Like these guys are just stoned all the time. Um, but right, like chemotherapy is not really helping and mm. radiation maybe kind of here and there helps. Um, I'm throwing the ketogenic diet with another guy in South Florida. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> thinking of, yeah you just, but they, uh, that's the baffling thing. Cause like all of this is so compelling, but it's just like, Oh, what about, yeah. How do you blend all that together? Which I know is the, well, do you know what it is? Bajillion dollar Go- question. Going, going back to primal. Mm-hmm. I, that's to some a, degree. Yeah. There, there's a balance to be had with modern society and primal things, primal movement patterns, diets, fasting, um, sleep, fasting, yeah. and plants like hemp and, you know, the light. Nobody thinks about this stuff. Like the light is so important in everything that you do. It determines your entire internal clock. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so this guy in Florida He's having success in in getting people into remission with this treatment. They had a guy come in who they did not tell to do this to, but he came in and he lanced like a golf ball-sized tumor in his jaw. It was like on the outside, right? And so he was supposed to be taking this uh, um, tincture or the solution. Well, he decided that he was going to take some of it. He lanced into the tumor and started injecting it in there oh. and was consuming it. And this was all like when they just found it and they were going to start treatment. They haven't done like imaging. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were just getting rolling on stuff. Seems like a good idea. He came in like three weeks later and it was gone. Gone. Why wasn't that on the news? Right. Yeah. Because there's no money in healthy. Crazy. You know? Well, yeah. That, yeah. But that is crazy. This guy... I mean, I wouldn't recommend people doing this. Okay? I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying that this is okay. This is not a physician-regulated <laughs> conversation. This so guy please. did it, and it worked. He injected it into his jaw, in a tumor in his jaw, and in three weeks he came back, and he had zero signs of cancer. And he went about his business. He's like a mountain man. He's wow. like, hey, well, I'm good here. Jeez. And he was done. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really – the ECS is really interesting – I mean, it plays in on so much in your body, like your immune system, your cardiovascular health, your digestion, your eyes, um, your memory, your skin, sleeping, you know, and actually traumatic neuroprotection is a really big part of the ECS as well. 
Um, so I think when when we talk to veterans and active guys who are just getting, you know, we're running the racehorse till the, the horse can't run the race anymore, and then we're we're gonna limp them along even a little bit longer. You know, our conventional warfare um, sizes and the troop numbers can be down, but there's there's dudes out there doing the the dirty deeds yet, right? At a much higher pace than ever before. Right. But anyways, these guys come back and they're finding you don't need a concussion to have this repetitive TBI, right? <laughs> you know, shoot the goose off, or you're you're taking mortar fire, you're shooting machine guns constantly, you're mm-hmm. hitting your head, grenades, IEDs, all this stuff, right? Well, wouldn't you want to bolster somebody's neuroprotective factors, right? Football players. Yep. There's stuff you can do. So you talked about the the effects that uh, decreased amounts could have on the body, and the body, you know, obviously, you mentioned stops producing it, thinking that it is still yeah. producing, so it's acting like that. So what if a person's taking CBD or, um, you know, THC, whatever it may be, is there... Can you way, have too much? Yeah. Is there a way for the body to, to modulate that and balance it out? or As with it, all good things in life? Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to wait to see a lot of that yet, too. But what they're, I think so far, the preliminary says that unless you're abusing something, you're fine. I think that's um, back to like your primal thing. It's yeah. everything in some form of its own moderation because anything can kill you in a yeah. toxic amount. I mean, yeah. So if you're asking if like somebody can take like too much CBD. Um, I guess it's possible, but most of the time you would like get sick from that much, um, like MCT in the tincture, you know what I mean? It'd be like, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, you know, what I mean? it'd be that first. Um, but like, yeah, we've all met your own, like, um, severe potheads who have like fried themselves into, you know, a different land. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that play there too, but like, Joel said it's you know it depends what you're using it for are you abusing it or are you using it mm-hmm. right and that's where things will really be a big deal but I think right now for for 2019 for right now I don't think very many people have um, a really solid endocannabinoid system within their own bodies mm-hmm. so um, I don't think you find you someone with perfect on that like I, I'm asking completely out of curiosity. So yeah. you can do blood tests for you know what's your vitamin D level or right. looking at all these different things. Like how would you go about? Well, that's what they're figuring out. Okay, that's this still so, that's still the process. Yeah, I think this was only discovered like like ten years ago or something. I mean, super new in the world of medicine. This is so new because right? it was even fascinating. We were just down in Wausau and there was like a drink with you could add like cbd oh, to the drink type yeah. of a thing but like that's where it's already going because as it's starting to kind of trickle along so i didn't know if that was something <laughs> hey does that even make sense because <laughs> no because if you're drinking alcohol <laughs> you're you're indulging you're drinking alcohol it's fine but maybe like, it cancels each other no okay no that's uh, but in the world it was of a mar- hypothesis in the world of, my- of marketing that is such a genius thing it's in everything now. I and mean, you get your CBD water, you get your CBD old-fashioned, CBD yes. beer, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is great. Did you, make, like, no, if you made like a coffee CBD beer? <laughs> That'd be pretty just ultimate. Cr- just crushing life. Check all the boxes. Well, okay, so like <laughs> coffee and CBD I believe in. 
Okay, I That's, was joking, but no, good to but know. No, yeah. I, I, I do believe in that. And actually, one of the guys that we work with um, owns Alpha Brew Coffee, and they have one, and it's like nootropic in effect too. Hmm. Um, so is that really just in the production of the beans? Yeah, though? so it's a very specific way that you have to make the coffee. Because I've always wondered with hmm. like coffee and doing like having the heat component yeah. to it and adding like even anything, throwing proteins in it, you yep. know, whatever it is, like do you screw anything up? in the process right. of your body to and I don't know the process the super well but I do know that that is a part of it like you it's how you make your like it's how you roast your beans and then how you grind it and what you're infusing it with interesting mm-hmm. that is interesting so I know Erica's just taking like her morning coffee that and she'll adding do. the tincture yep. yeah yeah and, and that's typically those I've always just wondered and again I do it with MCT and some collagen proteins and yeah. I, you know I don't think I've had any negative effects but I've always just wondered because you're doing something at such a to not the super hot level but just like you can screw up oil in a frying yeah, pan yeah denatured right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was just curious hmm. yeah so from what I understand is that's fine I couldn't tell you the process behind it or the science because yeah. it's not my, my business but <laughs> well, it's <laughs> probably not a ton out there yet anyway no I'm sure it's I think I'm he's one of the kind what? of he's like one of the first that I know of that's doing it with coffee, hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, but um, but yeah, as far as like a test, I don't I don't know, but I do know enough that like if I mixed up a a, a beer with like whey protein, I'm not expecting to make gains. Like I'm drinking a beer. That and sounds that's terrible, but it does, it does. Jeez. But I'm saying like it's fine. Like everybody wants It'd to be make more of like a things. porter. I feel like yeah, yeah. It has to be yeah. super thick, like a chocolate stout. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But everybody wants, you know, it's a great sell point. Yeah, I, that's all I just is. saw it, and I, because Kyle's been talking about CBD a and, little bit lately, and I just saw that, and I was just yeah. like, oh. Do you know what else is crazy? And this is where, like, education and transparency is going to be a really big thing for um, companies, but um, so many places have, like, CBD or, like, hemp on the label now mm-hmm. because it's a big sell point. But if right. you look at it, like, hemp oil isn't CBD oil. No. And people are buying the crap out of it. Hmm. Well, and then just the purity of it, too. It well, just, yeah. Hemp, hemp which oil is primarily just the seeds pressed, right? Okay. And then... Yeah. Um, Makes sense. You so, could probably have so you some don't, CBD in it, but just not at the, the concentrations that you would... Well, if you're, if you're pressing like hemp, there's like no CBD, basically. And like the hemp um, seeds, sorry. Um, but the, the benefits of CBD come from like the phytonutrients, and from having full spectrum CBD product in it. So if you're buying something that says like, oh, hemp, hemp soda, like it's really not, it's really not what you're hmm. buying. Um, and, but like I said, you're making a ton of money. You're marking that thing up and people are buying it because they want to feel a little healthier, like they're getting in on it. And um, such a random question for you before I forget. Go for it. <laughs> but it's just, it's super interesting, and, and that's where the education is going to become a really big thing because everybody sees hemp and they see CBD and they see what have you, and you just have to be really careful about where you're getting what you're using, and you should know as much about that company as right. you possibly yeah. can. As with anything. you know. You as can, with you know, anything. Yeah, supplements yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but I'll say this too. There's no quick fix, right? Like a couple days of... Uh, like supplementing CBD is not going to magically make your problems right. go away. Well, if your it's a nutrition piece of the is still shit yeah. and you're not sleeping yeah. and like you talked about the white exposure and yeah. every, everything else is out the window, it's yeah, it's not going to be a magic bullet. You know what else is really cool with the the endocannabinoid system though? Um, so 
what happens a lot of times too within your body, right? Like you guys probably know, like your polyunsaturated fats, like your omega sixes. The the omega six, sorry, they're separate, but like you when you when you have omega six and omega three in your body, there's a ratio that's really good for your body. Yep. Well, so most Americans are like, hey, you know, way out of whack, right? Like they're not getting enough omega three. Yeah, way too high on the sixes. Yeah. So, um, the more you can like eat a good diet with fish, like good fish, or <laughs> I know. Yeah, so sad that you have to say that. Yeah, and how it's cooked, or supplementing with fish oil, um, your body converts fish oil, the omega three, into cannabinoids. No mm. kidding. So, yeah, right. Like it wants to do this stuff. Your body's made for it, and so if you add in like CBD. And you're taking a, a like a high quality fish oil, or you have a super stellar diet, um, you're, you're gonna you're gonna do some good things. Hmm. Yeah, it's that, really interesting. That is interesting. But yeah, fatty acids in your body are they're they're flipped over to that. And so what that does is like, so it's good for everybody. But especially if you're dealing with like inflammation problems. And that can be anything, right? Like you have an inflamed organ. You have chronic inflammation throughout your body. You have a bad knee. <laughs> like whatever, right? You have migraines. Um, or if you have like an overactive, um, you know, ECS in general, that stuff's going to help regulate the system, which is going to allow your body to pursue homeostasis much more efficiently without battling itself. Mm-hmm. That's cool. What questions do you have? Before you forget so it with anxiety mm-hmm. and i asked in both realms because i definitely have an animal that has anxiety and i've had other people tell me that it's good just for anxiety in general but they also noted that it should be different because like what you would give like your dog would be different than what a human Oh yeah, they should make that specific. Like I and I again, I've I plead complete ignorance. I don't know anything about CBD oil. I haven't looked into it at all. It's just something I haven't even ventured into. Um, and but then we just got talking about hemp versus CBD versus quality of product mm-hmm. because I went and bought some okay. Amazon. Yep. Whatever. I don't remember if it was hemp or if it was CBD. Or which one it actually advertised on it, but it didn't make a dent. Didn't and we it. went for like a week and a half, like trying to give it the full max. And now I'm just wondering if I got taken for a mini ride, a little donation on it. Yeah, it wasn't ridiculous, but just it like, what if you guys come across that? Not that you would ever are looking to jump into the pet population <laughs> in terms of sales, but just like, is that anything you guys have seen or? That the that the dose and the, and the process is different for or, them. Yeah, yeah. If it needs yes. to be. Yeah, yeah. and I. Yeah, um, actually, one the of the dose. One I of the athletes that we. Yeah. The process didn't seem to make sense. Like why you would have to get like a specific. Oh version sure. For the the um, one of the athletes that we've worked with, um, Meg Reardon, she um, runs Wags and Weights. They actually have their own CBD pet product now, um, and we use that with our dog, but it can be expensive. And if it allows him to sleep his ass through the night, yeah. it'll be worth every penny. <laughs> right now, I just feel like I'm prepping up for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough about it to know exactly what the differences are. I will are, look up wags know. and weights and see what we can come up with. Yeah. Um, she's she's a good friend. Um, yeah. I, I would send business there. I've done business with her. so Fair. 
Um, I'm sure there's others that do it too, but uh, that's who I've used. Noted. She loves her dogs. Noted. <laughs> so I figured if she gives it to her dog, she would give it, you know, you could trust trust it, you know. Fair. Okay. Um, that's my take on that. Like I said, very <laughs> random. Sorry to throw us off. No, it's all good. It's all good. This is my chance to get some sleep get in well yeah right. <laughs> only once last night and he had to go outside so we oh, were at least go. trending in the right direction that's good um do you know what else i found was kind of interesting so they found that like your when you exercise it actually plays on your endocannabinoid system the, your, your uh, ecs and so it raises your 2ag factor and um what's what's the runner's high blood thing endorphins yeah, but there's like an it's like um, anadamide, anadamide. Sounds right. Yeah, it's something complicated. So, anyways, though that that plus like your ECS and in the endor- endorphins that are released, that's what gives you your runner's high. And what that actually is is like that's like kind of the same reason you get a high from THC. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that. Um. Yeah, it's super interesting. So what a lot of people have kind of decided on, like, one, you have to, like, you have to focus in on, like, removing or reducing stress in your life. Um, there's some stress is good, right? Your body adapts to, to stress. It's, it's exercise. It's right. learning. You know, yep. it's a lot of stuff. Um, but that's what can help overstimulate, like, your CB1, like, your, where your body thinks you have too much of it and it stops producing it. Um your diet's really big exercise. You can supplement with CBD. Um, you can supplement with fish oil or get good foods with fish oil. Um, and then there's a big thing on fasting to help things recommunicate with each other. Um, and then sunlight and vitamin D are big again, as always. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I don't know how many times I have to tell people this, but like <sighs> stressful. They don't, I mean, it's so hard and it's so hard to teach them because it's not going to be an instant fix. Right. Right. But someday when you're like blind at 65 from being addicted to your phone and not protecting your eyes or you never go outside, you never see the sun and you're wondering why things aren't great. Yeah. A lot of it had to do with the light. Well, there's so many variables. It's hard. 60 years later to look back and yeah. pinpoint, no, this is it. Yeah, but I can tell you, you will have problems. I was listening to another one, just like you talk about, like, just, you'll never know. And they were talking about um, electromagnetic fields. Oh, like, yeah. Like, we're in the world. EMF like, sucks. Like, greatest experiment, because oh. we have no idea what this is going to do to us. Man. In 50, You can go down some deep years. rabbit holes. Oh, yeah. Too, it was a really interesting... Like, I gotta do it now. We like I just I I don't know if it actually made a difference in my sleep, but I put our finally put our Wi-Fi on a timer at night. Oh, nice! Because it's down in our my office, which is right below our bedroom. Oh, it's by you, yeah. So it's not it's got a ways to go, but it it clicks off at eleven and pops back on at five. Oh, interesting. We just use like a Christmas light or a Christmas light timer. Yeah, yeah. I tried messing with that a little bit. Like I've started putting my yeah phone you on airplane mode when they're like looking at communities that have really bad issues with like suicide or violence or cancer 
how many like if you look at the proximity of like these major power lines oh, and all gosh. that yeah i know that's been something but yeah that's i know that makes it sound like we're going off the deep end here but, <laughs> but like wi-fi there's bluetooth there's something to it like in this 5g thing yeah. taking over is gonna make us just nuts it's yeah, I'm, it, it, yeah like I, florida has a couple areas like that already and they it's like crisis mode but they don't want anybody to know yeah. And again, I know this sounds like we're going off the like deep end here, but like there is something, there is one hundred percent a correlation with that stuff. Yeah, I think it's super well, like, interesting. With you, Joel, I mean, what's the harm in getting a, a ten dollar timer? And that nothing. was the, that was the You're reason I looked into it. it. Yeah, and that's six hours, yeah. anyways. Yeah, so, or what seven hours? Or, yeah, six and that's hours, you yeah. know we've left it on a little bit just so if somebody stays up a little bit later. But mm-hmm. at least when you're trying to get into your like prime. Yeah, sleep because we're we go to bed early at our house and yeah, I get up early. She doesn't so, but that I at least can hop on and you know get what going. sucks sometimes though I know I, I think, think about this has hardwired yes. his entire house. Okay, well so there's guys in that community right and yeah. like some um of the wealthy elites who like own their own island outside of Seattle and there's like none of this stuff. There's no mm. Wi-Fi. There's no. It's like um Every, yeah everything in his house is hardwired. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that's pretty cool. But just the airplane mode, I mean, I I do that in, in terms of just the, the sleep. So you can jump into that deep sleep. So yeah. you fall asleep and then half hour later someone shoots you a text and wakes right. you up or something. Well, and even like, if it doesn't wake you up, if your screen's up, you're, you're getting you're going to know the yeah, light. Right? Or do you get the, the subtle buzz that you just yeah. don't even realize affected you. But it's like a disturbance in your sleep. And yeah. it, can, it can rip you out of like REM or slow wave sleep really fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really big thing. I I really wish um I have such a love-hate relationship with my phone. And it's really hard to run a business without it. Right. Because the world is constant connection. connection. Like right. So I'm trying to schedule time better, but I wish that like you weren't afraid of missing a call from like a family member overnight or that's my ultimate concern or like something the, happens at work. Mode. Yeah. Like there's, you know, a Especially significant you. yeah, yeah, fire yeah. event. Like, and I'm not at call when I'm at home at work, but there can be events where you get called right. to come back in if you're available because there's three fires going on or because you know, whatever, or God forbid somebody dies at work and you're like, Oh man, well I shouldn't put this away. But you're like, oh, I really don't even want it next to me when I'm sleeping. Not even for the disturbances, but because of like mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi and the cell data and the, you know, I don't know. It's just, you I think to, I have you a phone have number. Have, you almost have to have a hard line in your house. Yeah. Just so then somebody, if they I think need I to call have you. a phone number. I just have to like plug it in and figure out what that phone number is. How do, how do I work this thing? Yeah. <laughs> I saw some video about like but, they were gonna give people like these kids like two hundred dollars oh, if they yeah. could dial a, a phone number on oh, their phone. So cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's a really big um concern that the yeah. I mean a lot of this stuff is so new and so we're we're advancing at such a rapid pace that you'll never see the effects of it in our lifetime yet. And that's what Cresser talks about, going back to what you guys mentioned a little bit before about um you know, because we evolve and adapt to things, but the the changes that we've been exposed to are happening yeah. so much quicker right. than what we are able to, you know, evolve you can't adapt. to. Right. You 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 can you can compensate a little bit, but you're not going to evolve. 
If we were evolving to that stuff right now, we we oof. I mean, imagine what we're gonna look like. Imagine what the humans are gonna look like. They're gonna like have antennas for thousand sure. Years, it's just gonna be built in. People are just gonna absorb their phones. I think it was all the way back in his four-hour body book with Tim Ferriss, but he actually looked at testing himself. So n of one, very small, but mm-hmm. looking at actual sperm count and where he placed his phone. So he would just walk oh. around with it in his pocket. Really? And he did it for however many weeks and did it. And then I don't know what he reset. He obviously, for it being Tim Ferriss, he very much thought this out. It wasn't just like yeah, a haphazard. Yeah. But then he bought like one of those running bands for like your upper arm. Oh, and kept it away. And then he put it, that's how he carried it around. And it went up significantly. Whoa, no kidding. So. See, at work, at work is primarily when I have my phone in my pocket. Like when I'm at home, I don't put it in my. Yeah, I'm with um, you. I got it sitting somewhere else. And I have. Um, Try and forget where it went. We wear. Uh, <laughs> Cargo pants or like oh, cargo pockets. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I keep mine low. Okay. And I specifically good. carry it there for like that reason. Huh. Well, you that, see how many people have like problems with like infertility oh, and yeah. different things. And yeah. I'm like, well, I don't really know if that was a thing as much as it is back in the day. I don't know a lot about it. But I do know like putting a microwave there is probably not going to be on your side. Right. Or Unless you don't of. want kids because I think we're pretty much done so yeah I, there's I, some ways you my could phone is in my pocket all the time yeah. i actually have a, a spare and i was gonna say insurance <laughs> policy to make sure that's awesome <laughs> that's really interesting um i'd have to dig that up i can't remember if it was in the four hour i believe body, that though or if i just had heard him talk about it read it but i know it was him that went and did it it's pretty quick turnaround too to it wasn't it. yeah i'm i think it was over the course of like weeks like week oh, like yeah. month a two months type of thing where he kind of like saw like a rebound from something like that. Now I don't know if that is carried on in his life now where he does that type of thing or mm-hmm. if he just doesn't keep his phone close to him. Yeah. But I know there was some uh, back to that EMF there's some cases specifically. I want to say it was a Ben Greenfield podcast with a guy that was like a writer about EMFs and he recommended a couple phone cases that are actually okay. supposed to do oh, a pretty good job like kind of block blocking it in terms of, you know, just not having it radiate completely out of the phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't remember what those are off the top of my head. I may have linked them up in the one article I wrote, but I can try and take those out for the show notes. So sure I thought, I've thought about doing that. Yeah. Just pretending that the leather on mine does it. Does it the makes trick. me feel better about my life. <laughs> leather is tough. Oh, man. Yeah, it's really strange. You got to wonder what's all going to – yeah, I don't know. I will say that in some ways I'm really glad I'm not going to be around to see what all this stuff might possibly do. Yep. If that makes sense. It's kind of dark, but (laughs) I don't know. I got to imagine there's history across the board. Yeah, you can't say don't advance in technology, right? Right. You have to. I think that's human nature well and it's protection right <laughs> and, and ease and all this other stuff i mean it's got a ton of negatives but it's done such wonderful things too right um so there's a happy balance somewhere in there but yep yeah it's it's interesting but i think you know the 5g thing and like every building having its own like hot spots or antennas and they're all over now. Apparently, you can yeah. do it if you have charter. You can log into hundreds of charter hotspots. They're just yeah. That's there. that's really concerning hmm. to me. I don't know. 
and everyone's like, well, it's legal. And I'm like, yeah, it's legal. It's fine. But if you're waiting for the government to tell you, like, how to be healthier, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to Come tell you, <laughs> but yep. your, your my plate on the online is not correct. And half the stuff from the FDA Wait a and the CDC and what? the NIH. I just go back to, like, all the different things. Like, you hear about, like, coffee that other countries have, like, standards for, like, the mycotoxins oh. and coffee and... I don't think we do, or if we do, they're just, like, stupidly high, so, like, coffee will get shipped to these other countries, and they'll be like, nope, not taking it, and it just comes right over to the U.S. But those are, but that's your cheapest one. Or is it conspiracy? You save money. It could, it could all be a conspiracy, but no. You gotta save money, right? Well, that's, like, okay, so I'm not gonna get too political on this, <laughs> but, um, you know, like, people talk about, like, free healthcare, and... And that that's a that's a wonderful thing to pursue, but I think what needs to happen is you need to like people need to be responsible for their own health too, right? To get to that. So and they, and they what do they they commonly talk about the um, Nordic countries, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, have you met people from there? Like they're really healthy, like they're super <laughs> super healthy. They're not going to the doctor, right? And and that's a wonderful thing to pursue, but people need to like take control of what they can control. Right. And I get things are stacked against them. Um, you know, the, the government's recommendations on foods is not accurate. It's not healthy. Right. Back we're, to previous point. we're lobbied and influenced to money, to the sugar industry, to pharmaceuticals, to, you know, whatever. And, and that's going to happen, but that doesn't mean that the, the other information isn't out there. Like you, you kind of have to advocate for yourself to be what you want to be today. Like, if you're waiting for guidance um, from your your representatives who are not healthy themselves, um, I don't think you're I don't think you're in luck. I I don't think it's a good idea. So, but if you look at like those Nordic countries and and what they kind of do, well, one they eat really well and they sleep really well and they manage stress really well and they saunas and cold and saunas and yeah. cold baths man and i don't know how many times i get such a weird look when i tell people this it's so freaking good for you and, but again you're not gonna like be like oh well i still have high blood pressure it's like well you took three baths <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm sorry dude but it's so good for you yep. um we recommend that to so many of the people that we consult with. It's so many athletes. I desperately want an infrared sauna. Do it. Oh, you can build them so for bad. half the price. I, I think, yeah, I think you, Craigslist and like parts out stuff, yep. man. I've looked at it's a couple different options. Yeah. And then you just need a chest freezer and you can convert it to a bath. Oh yeah. So it yeah. keeps it at a specific temperature. It doesn't freeze it. It holds the water. Doesn't stink. Oh, I hadn't even thought about yeah. that. You don't yeah. need a big one, just for one person. Sure, it makes sense. And you can keep your legs kind of. Kyle might be tougher to, to fit in one, but <laughs> I'm flexible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you sit with like your knees bent, and you can you can yeah, submerge yeah. like pretty much up to your chin. You don't um, have to worry about the ice. I hadn't even thought of that. That's yeah, a good idea. or you just use. I mean, you can go old school with it too. Um, just use a shower. Yeah, like I know. Thirty a lot deep of people breaths, are big. warm. Thirty cold 30 warm 30 cold yep. call it good you should be doing that every morning if 
if you want to change your your day, convince myself to do that. Just more do often. it. The you're mental, fine. the mental side of it too. Hell like yeah, it's so good for you. The more you're comfortable being uncomfortable with that kind of stuff, and it's helping, like literally helping your physiology. One of my favorite quotes is that uh, comfort is the disease of civilization. Hell yeah, you That's were not one. created to live at 71 degrees and 33 percent humidity year-round and a couch and, and, the and couch. all the food that you want yeah. just so that you can grab yeah, yeah that was not we have <laughs> not evolved to that point and it's it's uncomfortable to uh bust your ass in a workout and hell you know, yeah stress your system there and yep. yeah if you just avoid discomfort all the time good luck it, you're Peep, not gonna yeah and people look for low-hanging fruit frequently right so like in the fire service right now cancer is huge huge and they're convinced that like every fire we're going to is what's causing us all to get cancer. But nobody's talking about the fact that our call volume goes up every single year, which means what? We're sleeping less. Mm-hmm. And we are cooking at the firehouse, and a lot of times it might not be the best food, right? And we're stressed and not handling it, and not everybody wants to work out, and... You know, I do fully believe that being exposed to the things that we're exposed to does contribute to it. But I equally believe that you can build up the defense in your body to fight that off. Well, at least give yourself the best chance possible. Yeah. You're not like, we're not dealing with like radioactive stuff that's like instantly giving you cancer. Right. You can't go back and find like one fire that's like, this is the one. Right. Like, it's just like, uh, it's the constant exposure, if anything. Um, but you know what? If you go back in the day, man, people were smoking cigars and cigarettes inside of fires without any air, air tanks on and stuff, too. And I get the constructions change, and I get the chemicals and the furniture change, and I'm probably going to get lectured over this stuff here soon, too. But And that's fine. But I'll equally argue that a lot of the people arguing to me about this stuff do not take care of themselves at home like they care about it that much. They think there's this, this magic thing that's going to happen. It's not. Well, what are the things that you can control? You know, the variables that you can control, and then it's your home. There's always going to be variables that you can't control. Yeah, if you control everything you possibly can and give yourself a shot, and you still get cancer from a fire, that you know that sucks. But it might happen, and you know, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm probably going to get yelled at for that if, if certain people hear. But I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> we won't send this one up. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe in that a lot. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to talk to me about safety and stuff, but they're drinking like a gallon of Mountain Dew a day. Right. Like, right. Dude, who's the liability here? Because it's not me. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. But anyways, speaking on like sleep, right? So that's what part of our rebranding was really focused on was like sleep health and hygiene and um that's been super interesting because we we (laughs) we're creating this kind of like army of people who are like competing with each other about who can sleep the best nice oh yeah yeah so a lot of us wear this whoop or um people use like their um wow what's that like fitbit that yeah and then like um some other brands but so they're like we get these uh we get mentioned in people's stories all the time or we get like tagged in posts or we see people like texting each other like, Oh, how'd you sleep last night? And they're like, Oh, I only got like 88%, you know, like recovery or whatever, but my sleep was really good. Or they're comparing like slow wave sleep with each other and their REM sleep. It's super cool. That is cool. It's super cool. Interesting. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, 
you know, then you have the other people. They're like, eh, I'm f- I feel fine. I'm good. But it's like, it's hard to tell them what is all happening again because this is where education is such a big piece of Paragon because right. nothing is an instant fix. Like, I could work with my dad and we can get him on CBD and fish oil and vitamin D, um, which he was deficient on. And we can, you know, change some little things with him. And so and he ended up going to the hospital because he felt like crap. And he goes in and they found out his blood pressure is like in the tank. Because he was getting so healthy, his blood pressure medicine put him, oh, put him in such a yeah. 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 So they fractioned off his medicine now. Like he's regaining control of himself. Now my dad had leukemia and he had, um, you know, chemo and radiation in the archaic times of cancer, like in the nineties, you know, early nineties. So he, um, he has some longstanding issues with that, but he directly saw how fast you can help yourself. Right. By some simple things, mm-hmm. some supplements, some lifestyle changes and some sleep. That's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. But so, you know, we still hear from a lot of people like, ah, uh, you know, I'll just grind through it. Embraces suck. And you hear that a lot from like Jocko. But what people don't hear from Jocko is that like, yeah, he's getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Dude's not up to midnight. Right. Yeah. He's not awake. Right. You have to sleep. If you're staying up till 11 and you're getting up at like 4.30 and you're like, yeah, I'm going to embrace this Almost suck. wear it like they, they do. We, we yeah. promote that so much. And you can do a certain degree. But there, but you got, there's a point. It's going to find you. It's going to find you. Well, they're finding that in the uh, Silicon Valley so much right now, in like tech industries and like CEOs and stuff, they're just falling. Hmm. It's a lot to do with the sleep thing. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk is making a priority now. So he stopped sending out ridiculous tweets that are now getting him in trouble with the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. But he was right. He probably didn't have any idea what was happening. Just so, you know. But, so like sleep, the. The thing that we're trying to get across to people is that no matter what your goal is, you need it. So if we're working with like people in the NFL or CrossFit athletes or weightlifters um, who are purely in it for performance, you have to teach them how sleep is the number one performance-enhancing drug on the planet. If you're working with a guy who's getting ready for the combine coming up, you have to get across to him and get buy-in that, hey, Listen to what I'm saying because this could save you, well, one, an injury. But the biggest thing, the big sell point is saying, hey, if you typically run a 4-5-4, this, if you sleep perfectly for the weeks leading up to the combine, you could run a 4-4-8. And what is that? Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Instantly. Oh, yeah. Stanford's done the sprinting studies on athletes with their basketball team. It was remarkable what an hour of sleep a night did for that team. Crazy. That but so crazy. And it's all education, right? Power output on the lift. You have to teach them why this is so important. Right. But then that's just the one select group. And they usually listen better because they, when you're pursuing performance, it's measurable and, and you have a goal. Um, and they're usually a little more disciplined. Right. But if we're working with um, a shift worker or 
somebody who just doesn't sleep well and you're trying to teach them why sleep's so important, you have to kind of get a little dark at times and <laughs> it's kind of weird, but you're like, you know, sleep poor, like poor sleep, a single night of poor sleep will, will affect over 700 epigenetic factors in, or markers in your body. Your personal DNA expression is affected from one bad night of sleep. And if you're chronically doing that, why does it look like you age? Right? Why do why do you gain weight? Why does all this stuff happen? You start losing hair, you you know, whatever. But it I mean, sleep in itself. Okay, so you want to talk about a single year of bad sleep. You could gain like four, over 14 pounds of fat in a year from bad sleep. One because of how you're like you know, processing things and, mm-hmm. and your body recovering. But then it affects your like leptin and your ghrelin, right? And then your hormones for if you're hungry or if you're not hungry, all screwed up. And that's why like at the firehouse, it's super common to come back and be like, oh, I'm really hungry at 3 a.m. for that brownie. Like, no, you're <laughs> not. I'm not. You know what I mean? But my hormones are telling me I am, you know, right. and it's hard to see past that. And then sleep affects your willpower. So on top of your hormones being out of control, your willpower is crap. You know, mm-hmm. so they, and like right now people sleep when they have time and it's not the other way around. They don't carve out time for it. They fit it in. Right. And that's natural. You're trying to make a business run. You're trying to run a family. Uh, you got stress at work. You got deadlines. You got stuff going on. Um, and it's hard. I get it. It's very hard. It's very hard, but it's so important. Like you double your risk of cancer with poor sleep. You will have high blood pressure you will develop cardiovascular disease. You stand a really high chance of stroke and you stand an even higher chance of developing Alzheimer's. So again, this is a lot of stuff that's going to be years down the line for a lot of people, or maybe they don't even remember when their heart goes out because they have Alzheimer's, but it's going to catch everybody. There's a gene that exists in the human, in our, you know, in humans that says this gene expression people can survive and and their optimal amount of sleep is like five hours a night the number of people who have that is so slim that you probably don't even know who they are you'll never know right but it's tip it's it's likely not any three of us it's interesting for people to say that too because you'll often hear people say oh i can I can function on five hours of sleep, no problem. Yeah. You know, I do just fine with that. It's because and it's normalized. It is, and they don't see the the buildup of it until it's further down the road. It's like and a lot of times it doesn't get it doesn't get pointed to as the, the culprit. Yes. Correct. In addition to everything else. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It's so it's really interesting when you're talking to people who are like aging or like athletes. When you talk about like testosterone and how you could have like a, a night of sleep with less than seven hours of sleep and you'll have a 30% decrease in your serum testosterone levels like that morning, super low. Or that like growth hormone, your human growth hormone is produced in like the, mainly in the first sleep cycle you have, but then it's allowed, it keeps getting produced and then it's allowed to be restored, your restore your body as you sleep. So as much as you can sleep, it's the better off it is. But that's like 75% of your HGH during your sleep. Mm. So people like, you know, they're going to sleep five hours a night and then they want to like blood dope. It's like, no, you can just sleep. (laughs) 
you know. Um, and then, like I said, like it can build up to produce like Alzheimer's. It can, it can really do a lot of stuff. And then it, it screws up your whole circadian rhythm. And that's where we get back to light and how much that can really influence your sleep health and your overall health, just light your artificial led lights and the sunlight and your phone light and whatever can change everything everything it's really interesting it's everywhere too yes yeah all day every day for a lot of people (laughs) yeah it really is that's why we came out with the blue light blocker glasses though too and that seems to be a big hit um people put those on like like when they're like before bed, if they're watching TV or on their phone, and yeah, I know it's like a different color, but they've so far they've all reported that they're one their eyes hurt less and they're able to sleep, which is great. It's mm-hmm. the whole point of them, <laughs> you know. But yeah, so that's kind of what we focused in on. I mean, trying to get people to to recapture the controllable factors of their life to give them the best shot to be what they what they want to be as healthy or as athletic or as smart as they want to be. And it really comes down to some really simple things, <laughs> your sleep, your inflammation. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to do the auxiliary stuff too, but your diet plays a huge role in your sleep and inflammation and training plays a huge role in both those things too. But, um, I think those are kind of your like four pillars of, of life itself more than anything. If you do those four things, you've got a chance to, to really <laughs> stick around a long time, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Or optimize, you know, what, what whatever yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah. yeah. What your goal is. Yeah. It's all, it's all related and it's as much as you can control, the better you're going to be. I mean, and we have the results. We have the feedback. I mean, this stuff works. Mm-hmm. It works when people put a focus on, tying things together it does wonders for them and that's strictly why we became a company in the first place and that's why we focused on what we did that's why we came out with the blue light blocking classes that's why we created night gains for sleep that's why we created the flame off for inflammation and to get people away from over-the-counter medications and that's why we went to you know vitamin d and fish oil because they all played a huge role in the other things we were focusing on you know, like light and like the endocannabinoid system and all that stuff, joint health, inflammation, neuroprotective factors. Um, and that's also why we're coming out with the CBD too, because it's all tied together. There's no fancy gimmick. There's no testo booster. There's no crap. And we're just trying to be as transparent and educational as possible so that people can see that one for our business you know, so we survive in a business, but so that they can, you know, our best marketing is when people succeed. Simple as that. Right. We don't pay for marketing. A lot of it's word of mouth and it's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we probably could have grown a hundred times faster. Sure. But now we're getting people who stick around and want to be customers and who believe in what we believe in and it's helping them, mm-hmm. you know, we keep people because they feel better. So when will the CBD roll out? So the CBD should be coming out in March as long as things go out well. That could be delayed, but it should be. 
like I said, we're just making sure everything is good. Mm-hmm. Like really, really good. So then, uh, will it be like a tincture or? Yep. What? So the first, um, the first few batches of it will be tinctures. It'll be a 600, a 1250 and a 2,500 milligram tinctures. Um, eventually we'll probably get into like capsules and the, uh, rubs and that kind of stuff. But for the time being, it'll be, um, we cut it with ethanol or, you know, process it with ethanol so that we get the full spectrum and all the phytonutrients. And then we remove the ethanol and then it's mixed with, um, MCT so that it's easy to digest. And then the, why we use the ethanol is so that, um, we get a product that is available or it's, it's soluble in both fats and, and water and liquid where some of the other processes, it's only like one or the other. So ours is both and it keeps as many phytonutrients as possible. So it's full spectrum and it'll be all the phytonutrients from the plant possible and below 0.3% THC. Mm-hmm. That's the law. And we'll be coming out with a distillate too. That's THC free okay. for people who possibly could be drug tested for like truck drivers, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Police and firemen and that kind of stuff. Um, which is unfortunate that it can pop a test for like a metabolite, but it's the reality. It may be testing. Might change. Methods. Yeah. It will change. Yeah. It might change. Hopefully it'd be hard though. Cause they strictly measure for the THC metabolite and it's so independent on how your body like processes things, how much water you drink, what you eat, mm-hmm. if you exercise, <clears throat> you know, Adipose composition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but we'll be coming out of that too. Um, so it, it's been really interesting. You talk to a lot of people in the industry and they're like, there's some really bad stuff. There's like lead in the tea. There's like lead in the CBD. And you're like, yeah, I've heard that. I've seen that. Just, you know, you just have to, if, if people here are not going to become our customers, that's fine. That's a hundred percent fine. Just know where you're getting it from. Right. Just just be educated. Read the labels. Read as much as you can into that company as possible before you go in on it. Um, it's not super regulated yet. Uh, the government's going to get its share. Don't worry. It's, you know. But so, like, that's why for us this year, this growing season coming up is going to be such a big, um, big year because we're basically just going to open the door wide open on this is us here it is and we'll show you seed selections you can meet our farmers you'll see the planting and the growing season you'll see the harvest and then you'll see how we extract it and how we mix it and it wide open so you guys are doing everything well so we have we have the means to network with people who are in the growing local wisconsin growers and they want to work with us and with Yonzer because Yonzer's processing everything for a lot of different people. Okay. And so they, we all have shared interests in each other. And so they know that as much as we can be transparent, the better off they are to them. For you know? sure. Yeah. But I think that's going to be the biggest thing. It'll just be educating people. And, and like, like I said, you can see, you want to know what we do? Like, just ask us. We'll show you exactly what we do. And we're just, we're going to show you like, cause that's the only, I think that's the only way you can really market right now with this stuff is by, you know, guaranteeing what you're doing and being honest, being transparent. That's huge. Not shady. 
you know, and this stuff, you know, people are like, oh, does CBD really work? Yeah. The government was handing out patents on different uses and things with CBD in 1999, 2001, to pharmaceutical companies hmm. because of known benefits for different medical issues. Now, you can't patent a plant. Like, you know, it's naturally occurring. Yep. But what they're trying to do is patent, like, different extraction processes or uses or different stuff like that. But I can tell you if the pharmaceuticals are into it and they wanted to keep it a schedule one so that they can be the only ones, it's going to be like insulin, right? Insulin was like super cheap. Now it's super expensive. So like comparatively, if you took like a year's worth of CBD and you took it like a a high dose every day, it'd be like $3,000 a year promote like if you average companies and whatnot um comparatively if if it stayed as a schedule one drug and and the pharmaceuticals were the only one that could use it and the fda gets bought out and says that that's how it's going to be um you'll be looking at like thirty three thousand five hundred dollars for the same year for cbd which has been shown to help those you know kids with epilepsy and yeah that's your markup that's your pharmaceuticals. So we went through, we're going through a massive opioid crisis. Guess what could have been avoided? <laughs> but guess who made a shit ton of money? Purdue Pharma and all these other groups. Whichever one out west in California just got busted, only had to pay like a $3 million fine. Wow. When the DA had enough evidence to shut them down for life and to put up many of them in prison, and they're still there making billions of dollars off opiates. It's frustrating. It's super frustrating. But that's why I think people, like, that's why I want people to just know more than anything what's happening. Because it seems like today your, like, your vote still matters, yes. But you can vote every day with your dollar. Oh, yeah. You know, if you get more people out of hospitals that are, that you consider to just be in it for money and you go work with, like, functional medicine doctors or you just take control of yourself. You know, if you don't need to be dependent, don't. Sleep more. Like, just prevent all these problems from from coming up. Like, don't eat like an asshole. Start <laughs> fasting. Get in the cold water, Joel. You can do it. But that's, I think that's what's going to ultimately, like, that's how you can display your, your, your public opinion better than anything. You know, like, if you have, you know, <laughs> I could have gone in for the, my ribs when it was out of place, right? And I could have been like, oh, and the doctor could have been like, yeah, here you go. Here's some Vicodin. You know, just one refill. <laughs> you don't need that. You can be uncomfortable. I think I think people just need to be, just know as much as you can know and protect yourself and be, be a little bit tougher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, might go a long ways. <laughs> solid, solid advice. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I think that's a, uh, Pretty solid way to wrap it up. I agree. Cool. A little, little bit of a rant, little soapbox. Where can people find <laughs> you if you want to give them a um, website and So the website is uh, paragonfn.com. Social media, you can find us at uh, paragon underscore recovery on Instagram and paragon recovery on Facebook. Um, you can email me at paul at paragonfn.com. Um, we have some ebooks out right now, and we have more coming out. And like I said, you awesome. should watch for the CBD to drop here soon too. We'll link all that stuff up for sure. Looking forward to it. 
Perfect. Well, thanks again, guys. It's always a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Always a blast. Good conversation. <laughs> thanks, Paul. You bet. Thank you. Thank you for checking out this episode of Clinically Pressed. Go to clinicallypressed.com for full show notes and links to everything that was covered in this episode. While you're there, you have access to all of our episodes, insights, and shorts. You can find Clinically Pressed on YouTube and any podcast outlet. If you could give us a rating, thumbs up, or review on how we are doing, we would greatly appreciate it. To get more free content delivered to your inbox, sign up for the Total Athletic Therapy Newsletter. You'll get direct links to all new clinically pressed episodes, reviews on some of the latest research in health and performance, and links to related podcasts and other items meant to help you make the complicated simple and optimize performance. Thank you for listening and see you next episode.